Uh, g'day, my name's Oscar. I recently just had a couple of mates up from Sydney, Lauren and Jim. While they're up here, I thought we'd try and take them out fishing. Um, I don't own a boat, and not much of a fisher. I've only been in Darwin a couple of years myself. Um, Jim's useless. I don't think he could drive with a trailer forward, let alone reverse one back. So I thought I'd try and bring one of my mates along, uh, Harry. Yeah, g'day, Harry here, uh, mate of Oscar's. Harry Martin, I played cricket with him at Nightcliffe. He's a self-confessed bit of fish nut reckons he knows a fair bit. So I thought I'd take him along because he will, you know, help me, help them, and we all know exactly what we're doing. Hired a boat from uh, Buffalo Creek, had the cricket prezzo the night before, got on it a fair bit. Harry Martin was best on ground, looked pretty good in a cheerleader's outfit actually. Yeah, pretty dusty, got up at 5.30 and uh, straight around to Oscars, I was up before the skipper so that's never usually a good sign. Oh no, well dust as, absolute dust, but um, it was good to be out there, pretty excited, they were excited, they, we didn't even realise that these two had never ever been fishing before, like literally have never been fishing. She's English, he's like this real skinny, nerdy, like high school teacher, like the loveliest people in the whole world, but not your outdoorsy type at all. So then we launched and the plan was to go up that, uh, that creek next door to Buffalo, I think it's Mill Milligan, Mickets, Mickets. Mackett Creek, tide looks good, chuck some pots in, go out to Lee Point, not much going on. So we didn't catch any fish and then went back in to go get the pots. Caught one crab and they're like, oh, this is a good time, we get this to get home and go for a swim and cook up the crab and have a few beers on a Sunday and it'd be nice. We knew the tides were already, like they were, um, you know, we had to be you know, pretty careful when we come back in. Can I give this one to uh, Brian Miles, if anyone knows that fella? Apparently he knows what he's talking about. But he told me, 12.30 at the boat ramp and you'll be right. I talked to him on Saturday saying that we needed to be back before 11.30 and he told me, no, we have water until one o'clock. We're racing back in and as we're coming through those, uh, oh, the posts or the, mar the markers. He's got no idea what he's doing, he's just sort of, going around looking for looking for patches of water straight up on the mud sort of should have expected that but uh what do you do and they were stuck there we would only be quarter past 12. jumped out of the boat like, come everyone out start trying to push it obviously the guys from sydney they're freaking out they're like nuts and croc will get me for sure they refuse to so we're me and harry trying to push the boat trying to push the boat and in the end we just nah gave up getting nowhere so jumped back in just kind of cracked a beer and contemplated what we're going to do we didn't know there's another channel that goes in and out, so we're just watching boats like 100 metres away just cruise past us, going back home where they're filthy. Looking at the tides and we're realising at this point in time, we're not getting out of here until about 9.30, 10 o'clock at night, it's 12.30. We're running out of beer. As soon as we uh, hit the mud, Oscar was just finishing the last sip of the last beer in the boat. We got a bit of water, got a little bit of food. How was the mental state of your visitors? They thought it was all a bit funny at the time. They were like, oh, wow, yeah, Darwin's sick, you know. Unfortunately, we're stuck here, and the realisation is, is we're going to be here and, you know, for eight, nine hours, and we're half pissed, and I thought, all right, I'll try and find a way for us home. So, you know, I'll see if we can get out of there. We'll anchor up the boat, and then we'll just go home and come back in eight hours' time. Um, I jumped into the mud. I didn't realise how freaking hard that was going to be. Neck deep in mud at one point, and just paddling for his life. And I was just struggling in this mud. And I, get, I try to go one way, it's just too far, then I go the other way. About an hour's worth of entertainment, one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Like a lizard on the top of the lily pads, but nowhere near as graceful. I'd kicked a f***ing oyster underneath and I could feel the sting and I'm like, I'm in Buff Creek here, I'm going to catch something that's going to, like, I'm going to lose my toe. And then I just give up and then I've got to do it, I'm get to the boat. And then I'm like, no, I can't be here for eight hours covered in mud. This is like, I can't do this, I'm too hungover, it's too hot. 
I'm going to find a way home and I'll come get you. Like, you know, I'll let you know his way. So I make it to the sandbar. And he just keeled over and had about 10 minute nap. Just fetal position, not looking good. Then he, he climbs up, sort of probably the last little bit of will he's got left and uh, off he trudges. And uh, yeah, so I'm sitting there with two people that I don't know. We're on our own now. I was just regretting every single decision I'd ever made. I wish I just sat in the boat and stayed clean and just it would have been fine, but I'd got to this point of no return. I just needed to get home. <laughs> what do you think was going through Harry's head? <laughs> this absolute dog. <laughs> I'm going to go for a recce and see if I can get us home, right? I'm going to do this and see what happens because, you know, and everyone kind of agreed to it. Yeah, you don't want to be stuck on a boat for ages. So if I can find a way home, they'll come. There was never any agreement there. Um, Oscar, I'm pretty sure, just saw the oasis of a shower and a bit of champagne and just thought, nah, bugger this mob. And then I walk for about a K or half a K at the sandbar to where that other river, other river is, like where the other inlet is. So I'm pacing up and down this for ages, just trying to G myself up, going, this is, nah, nah. But I'm already covered in mud. I've just, I'm, I'm not going back to the boat. And then um, I went it. So I found the shortest part across and then just legged it like waist deep for about 30 metres over Buffalo Creek. Get to the car. I cruise back home. I'm only at Willagi, so it's around the corner. Get home, just jump straight in the shower, wash the whole f***ing day away in the aircon, and then I call them up. He's had a shower. He's sipping on some bubbly in the aircon. 18 degrees, he mentioned. I said, look, yep. We can do it. I can get us back. You know, um, you just got to hike, go the mud, hike to the river. It's so 30 metres, you know, waist deep, and then you sweep. Why didn't you call them from the car park? I didn't have no, my phone. I didn't have my phone. I left my, I have a work phone and a personal phone. So I had my personal phone on me and I left on the boat so I could call them and went home, got my work phone. And then I called them going, yep, I'll come get you now and I'll, um, you know, we can get home. And Harry just said, nah, that's f***ing stupid. Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And they had all refused to hike through the water. I also was thinking about Oscar's friends who he clearly had no consideration for because they would not have made it and then they would have been going through croc infested waters. So it was at this point that I realised that I just left three of my mates who had never met each other ever. Fucking <laughs> stuck, stranded high and dry on a boat with uh, not much supplies for the next eight hours so they were going to get to know each other quite well tried to sound remorseful but I think he was very clear that he just wanted to get out of there so because <laughs> I called him a couple of times throughout the day just to check in and, you know if they needed water I would have come back for him or something they said they're all right so they had the opportunity to come with me also I was given some shonky advice thinking of Brian Miles and Harry Martin were you know they knew they're Darwin you know old Darwin they know what's going on I don't know what's going on I was take I took them to take their advice and I feel it was uh, their responsibility to make sure that we arrived back at uh, land at the appropriate time. So they, they are, we're all to blame in, in, in some way or another. As the skipper of the boat, you're the one driving the boat, you're in charge, champ. But you say, so, I mean, for, for these reasons, you're relatively comfortable with, with the decision while you're sitting at home watching Netflix in, uh, in aircon. Yeah, I don't regret a decision I made. <laughs> I was already sunburnt and cooked. I was dust. I was, I was showered. I was in my shorts with yeah in the aircon and had a beer. And I was just yeah watching Netflix for the next eight hours. I actually watched the block that night. It was really good. What did you talk about for eight hours? 
There was one or two nap breaks, which sort of cut it up a bit, because uh, you know there's not a whole lot to do. But no, they were real good. So just talking about talking about life and. Did you at least stay up until the time at which they would be able to to come in back into bed? Yeah, that was the biggest struggle. I was ready for bed, so I actually had a nap. I had a nap throughout the day. It was lovely. Yeah, nine o'clock at night. Finally got some water under us, uh, and then I guided Oscar's friends home. And about ten o'clock, I saw the little light coming through, and I loaded them up, and uh, they were actually in pretty good spirits, to be honest. They were alright. What do you think Harry's take on this is going to be? Oh, he's going to throw me under the bus here, but he's wrong. He should have known better. He's been in and out of Darwin, he knows the area, he knows the tides. Um, yeah, he should have just, he should have just you know, lifted to the occasion a bit better, I reckon. Extremely dirty dog as a person, but also his outside exterior from the 10 kilos of mud that was drenched on him. Oscar, have you got all the mud out of your toenails and your crack and your, and your everywhere? Yeah, almost everywhere. Not out of the car yet, though. I can jump straight in the car. The missus is going to be fuming. <laughs> final words to Harry and final words to Milesy. You guys just need to be better. You need to lift to the occasion. You've kind of let me out down throughout the season as well. And, um, yeah, hopefully you can just lift and take a hard look at yourselves. Look, Oscar is the only bloke that's won a twos flag in the last couple of years as captain. Uh, I can assure you that I am better than you, mate. And uh, lessons learned. Um, take more beer. If we had more beer, I probably would have stuck around. <laughs> Haven't seen him since, so we'll, we'll see how we go the first time I uh, have a conversation with him. What will you say? Why? Well, I've got the crab as well, so I feel bad about that. <laughs> yeah, I've got to eat the crab. Why did you get the crab? Because um, I got to clean the boat, but by the time they come in, I had the esky and they'd all gone. And well, I've got the crab now. Um, it's delicious. <laughs> it's absolutely delicious. <laughs>